Today's show is being brought to you by wellness and nutrition consultant, Tawana Coleman. Our health and longevity of life is so vital, and we must remember that our bodies do not come with the warranty. So whatever you eat or drink, do it all to the glory of God. Be mindful of what you put in, around, and on your body. If you want to know more about living a lifestyle that decreases stress, aids weight loss, gives your skin glow, gives you energy, saves time, and good for your whole family, you can find me on Facebook at Tawana Coleman. That's T-W-A-N-A-C-O-L-E-M-A-N. And on Instagram at the Tawana Coleman. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, we'll discuss some serious matters that should be of concern to the American people and also how our mindsets and energy shape our reality. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Talking with Twana. I am, of course, Twana, and I am, as always, so excited to be back here with you guys on today. All right, so got a great show lined up for you here, and I definitely want to jump in and get to talking about some things, but again, I definitely hope that all is well with every single one of you, and I personally thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Talking with Twana on today and any previous shows. I greatly appreciate it. I would love to connect with you. So make sure that you are definitely following me on my social media platforms. That's on Facebook, Twana Coleman, and also on Instagram, I go by underscore the wellness chick. Okay, so be sure to check me out there. Greatly, greatly appreciate it. All right, so let me go ahead and jump in here. So today, I want to talk about the COVID-19 vaccine. All right, so I know it's a very taboo topic, sort of speak, when you start to kind of break it down, when you want to get into ingredients or talking about adverse reactions and things of that nature. Um, people are being shut down, pretty much, if you will, you know. You can't talk about it. Don't say this. Don't say that. You know, a lot of things are being censored. And that is from my observation and what I've seen. And also personally, um, anything that you post a lot of times that kind of goes against the narrative, that post is either going to be removed or you're going to get some type of COVID-19 label or you know, CDC, something like that slapped on the the bottom of your post. All right, so um, let me go ahead and jump in here. I want to talk about this vaccine, just a little bit of information, breaking it down. So what is it? What is the COVID-19 vaccine? Is it affecting people? How is it affecting people? That's what I want to dig into on today. All right, so, but before kind of getting into the meat of things, I want to just kind of um, give a, a like a little precursor here of some information related to the vaccine. Now, um, I want to make sure that I point this out, okay? Now, there's a big push 
for so many people to get vaccinated. Get vaccinated, get vaccinated, get vaccinated. We can't go back to how things were until X amount of people get vaccinated. The majority of the people get vaccinated. But in documentation, even when it comes to the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine, it may not, and it is stated that it may not protect all vaccine recipients. Okay? It may not protect all recipients. If you are immunocompromised, if you're uh, an immunocompromised person, including an individual receiving immunosuppressive therapy, you may have a diminished response to the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine, okay? But to take it back, the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine may not protect all recipients, okay? And this is coming directly from their website. So if something may not protect you, why is there a heavy push for so many people to take something that may not work for everyone? And then also to really kind of get into the fact that if a hefty purse, hefty, healthy person that has been healthy throughout this time period from when this really popped off last year, March of 2020, you know, March, uh, beginning mid-March. And you have a lot of people. Now, I know from what you see on the news and stuff like that, as far as cases spiking, cases spiking, rise, super spreader event, super spreader. Somebody caught this, so many this, blah, blah, blah. You know, but think about it. There are a lot of individuals that during this time period has not, caught COVID-19. They have not contracted it. They've been around people. Some have not been around people. Some have been around other people and have continued to live their lives as far as things that they needed to do, you know, going to work, you know? Yes, everything was on lockdown, a serious lockdown at one point, but family was still seeing family. And we're just going to keep it 100. We're going to keep it 100. Family and friends were still seeing each other. There was a big scare, yes, of course, and some people totally shut off everyone, pretty much there, if you will. But for a lot of people, they were still spending time with family, still spending time with friends, and still going to work, still going to the store, still doing things. And they have not, even up until this point, have not contracted it. And they are doing, you know, the basics, watching what they eat, taking their vitamins, taking their supplements, drinking plenty of water, getting rest and things of that nature. So when you have a person that has gone through the thick of it from when it was coronavirus and then it mutated over to COVID-19, which was said to be the deadliest strain. So, if they're doing so well, why 
do they need to be vaccinated? Why is there a heavy, heavy push for those to be vaccinated, right? All right, so let me go in here. All right, so talking about information from the Global Times, uh, and not only here, there are other sources and resources that is breaking this information down. There are doctors that are speaking out about this, but um, a lot of these um, stories, a lot of these um, articles of pushback and things of that nature are not being shared on mainstream media. They're not talking about these things. They're not giving it the time of day. They're not giving it any type of light. And we have to question that. And it's like, why? Why? Why is there not any type of um, duality when it comes to sharing the news? It, it seems that there is a narrative. It seems that it is more subjective than objective, right? So, I don't know. You let me know what you think. You let me know if you agree or disagree. Love to chat about it, right? So, but there are definitely reporters and journalists and uh, individuals in the news field that have stepped down or quit their positions because they said they didn't like the way that the news was going. The news was pushing a narrative. Right? So, but you be the judge of that. You check out the news, see what you think, you know, and stuff like that. But there are different um, stories. There are different talks that are being had about the situation. Uh, the, the former president of Tanzania, uh, John Mugafuli, I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly, but he talked about this before his death. And there are, you know, shrouds there, if you will, surrounding his death because people are questioning whether it, it was a legitimate death for health reasons or was there other circumstances involved, right? So, but that's, that's you know, neither here nor there. I'm not getting into that um, here today. But he was very vocal and spoke out against vaccines. He said, you know, no, we need to talk about this. We need to talk about these adverse reactions. We need to talk about this heavy push. We need to talk about why um, they're silencing anybody that speaks out about this. He said, my God didn't tell me to take this vaccine. Nobody is talking about the side effects. Nobody is talking about all the different things related to deaths and all that. And if you do speak out about it, it's like, hush, they want to shush you about it. They want to stop you from talking about it. All right. So y'all make sure y'all definitely check that out. Go look that up and get that information. Now, going back to um, one of my sources here as far as this information, but I, I promise you guys, this information is out there. So make sure that you are definitely seeking it so that you can find it and you can get this information because... I don't know about you, but from what I've seen, um, you're not going to see a lot of this on your mainstream media networks. OK, you're just not going to see it. So there is a big caution right now. 
that's not being talked about that is needed in using the MRNA, the mRNA-based vaccine, okay, to prevent unknown risks, including death and so forth and so forth. So the large-scale use, speaking on the mRNA, the MRNA-based COVID-19 vaccine, um, including those that are produced by Pfizer and Moderna, they may contain unknown risks. Okay, so going over to China a little bit, China experts, they have warned repeatedly and they have called for uh, the cautious use, if you will, you know, of such vaccines uh, following the death of a patient over here in the U.S. Now, and I'm speaking of one patient here at the moment, but I'm going to come back with more numbers momentarily from VAERS, okay? to break down um, a lot of numbers that have been reported to VAERS regarding the vaccine and any type of injuries, death, hospitalizations, visits, and stuff like that, okay? So we're definitely going to dig into that. So, you know, unlike inactivated vaccines, uh, the large-scale use of the Myrna vaccine, it carries the risk of causing abnormal immune dysfunction, allergy, or even death, especially among the elderly and people with underlying diseases, okay? Now, this is coming directly from Chinese immunologists, okay? So, while some observers, they call for more investigation over the death before drawing a conclusion that Myrna vaccines are safe, but there are different reports that are stating the non-efficacy there, if you will, related to the vaccines, okay? So, this is a very, very interesting point here when we talk about this. So if death is a side effect of a vaccine, and, and I'm using the, the term vaccine loosely because even on the CDC's website, it's not technically uh, classified as a vaccine. It's, it's, it's an experiment. It's an experiment that has only been tested for a few months and basically the human population are the guinea pigs. The human people are the ones that are being tested on. So that's something to keep in mind. But there are other side effects. But let's talk about death. When you really think of it in the in this whole context, why would you want to consider death, put death on the table for a virus that has over 95% survival rate? Over 95% survival rate. Right? So, if you are taking care of your health, if you are eating the way that you're supposed to eat, you're not putting all of this junk into your system, all of this fast food, grease, burgers, pizza, chips, sodas, if you're not putting all this stuff into your body, you're actually, you know, you're actually pretty healthy. You're doing some, some things the way you, you know you're supposed to be doing. 
you're getting your supplements in, you're actually actively taking care of your health. Hmm. Right? So why would you consider death as a part for the greater good? Now, I encourage this, and, and this is not on to be on a platform to tell you that you should not get it. Don't go get it. What I'm saying to you is to research. Look into the information. Don't just go completely off of everything that mainstream media networks put out there. Okay? Because you're going to get the same narrative. There are still, which a lot of it have been shut down now, but there are still some watchdog journalistic news sources out there that are bringing you the hardcore information that the mainstream media is not bringing to you. So you want to be able to get that information. Also, look into using other search engines. Don't let Google be your only source. Okay? I'm not going to get into all of that why blah 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 look into other sources okay there are other search engines where you can get information you can still use google yes of course but if you want to make sure that resources that you're looking for are not being filtered or processed through or eliminated or articles completely um eradicated from the net and from the web and stuff like that Check out some other sources, okay? Use some other uh, search engines. You'll be able to find the information for sure, okay? So, again, there are a lot of um, doctors, uh, medical professionals, and things of that nature that are speaking out against a lot of the adverse reactions that people are having when it comes to these vaccines, okay? Now, um, I wanted to also share here as far as um, some of the ingredients, okay? So just some of the ingredients. Y'all tell me what you think about it, okay? What you think about it. Look it up, research it, break it down as far as the ingredients. Now, going to the Pfizer BioNTech, okay? Now, um, this one is the one that has the MRNA, the mRNA coding for a form of the spike of protein. Now, um, to my understanding, this is like a form of DNA altering. Okay, but I highly suggest that you look into it for yourself. Look into it, look into it. Okay, so... Uh, you also have in there lipid fats, okay? The 4-hydroxybutyl uh, hexane 6-1. You also have the uh, polyethane glycol. You also have the 1-2-dysteroyl. Uh, and you have also have um, cholesterol in here. So, guys, break that down. Tell me what you, what you think about that. And is this worth putting it into your system is this what you really need into 
your body. And then also keep in mind that um, not all of the ingredients, if they hold withhold ingredients in our foods, packaged foods, um, in cleaning products that we use, perfumes, all these different types of things that we use every single day. If a lot of companies have their uh, blend there, if you will, and especially when it comes to fragrances and they have that listed on the packaging, do you know that under that just one umbrella, that one word of fragrances, there could be 200 different synthetical chemicals, synthetic chemicals in that. And it's labeled under that proprietary of, fragrance but you don't know that you see fragrance you just think oh it's just maybe like a fragrance so you know one or two fragrance to give it this really nice scent and so forth so all i'm saying is is don't be so 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 trusting <laughs> you know to where you really just don't have a clue what is being injected into your body so we're talking about uh the coating of the mRNA in the Pfizer, lipid fats, salts, and other, uh, it has sucrose in it, okay? Going down to the Moderna vaccine, it also has the mRNA coating, okay? Also has lipid fats, SM-102, the polyethylene, glycol, cholesterol, all that stuff. Salts also has sodium acetate in it. And you have other ingredients such as, uh, and, and I want to butcher these, oh, I don't want to butcher them, but uh, tromethamine, tromethamine, hydrochloride, acidic acid, sucrose, okay? Johnson & Johnson. Johnson & Johnson has a recombinant, okay? Replication, incompetent, adenovirus type 26 expressing the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein. Okay, has salts, sodium chloride, trisodium citrate dehydrate, citric acid monohydrate. Other has ethanol, polysorbate 80. Hmm. Okay. Two dash hydroproxyl uh, B cydroclodextrin. Uh, All right. So there's a lot of, you know, details and all that stuff but one of the things that they wanted to state that this they don't have fetal cells blood products all that different type of stuff um mercury eggs pork products but and i want to make sure that i'm not speaking out of term but i have definitely read articles where it was stated that they did uh, one of the vaccine manufacturers did use fetal line cells. So keep that in mind, right? So there's going to be, you know, contradicting information back and forth, but I guarantee you I did read that. All right. Now let's come down here to, because you know, there's a lot of talks of microchips in the vaccines. All right. So it's stated here that, uh, sometimes there are microchips on the outside of a syringe so that the healthcare professional can scan it quickly for digital records. And the world's tiniest microchip is still much too big to insert into an immunization shot. But it states that 
um, sometimes there are microchips on the outside of a syringe. Hmm. So y'all take that how you will. <laughs> take that how you will, honey. I'm telling you. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. See, some stuff you have to, I'm going to say decode. And you have to decipher through things and break some things down. Okay, so um, let me see here. As I was just mentioning, as we know, one of the ingredients, polysorbate 80, it's a non-ionic surfactant, an emulsifier often used in foods and cosmetics, okay? So it's a synthetic compound, okay? Let me give you that word again, synthetic. Hmm. Okay, so one of the things that's related um, as far as with the polyazorbate 80, um, there are some, have there have been stated some risks related to it, okay? It has been casually linked with an increased risk of blood clots, stroke, heart attack, heart failure, and of tumor growth or reoccurrence in patients with certain types of cancer. Okay. Hmm. Doesn't that speak volumes? But to, to kind of veer off here just a little bit. Now, I want you to think about this and think about this really good with me, okay? There's nothing but continuous talk of getting vaccinated. Get the vaccine shot. You have to take it. That's the only way we're going to get back to, um, you know, pre-COVID. That's the only way we're going to get back to being able to do things that we used to do and all this stuff. But you have to think about it. It's more at stake here. There are now vaccine passports, vaccine identification cards. There's also reports that it's going to be harder for individuals that choose not to get vaccinated. Oh, they're going to have a really hard time going to the grocery store, going to any store, going into a, um, you know, uh, federal building or anything like that, it's going to be tough, right? And all of this information is out there. So you can definitely find it. There are several articles out there that are talking about uh, the challenges that the unvaccinated will face. Now, let's think about this in this context, right? We're saying that Right now, humanity the, the, are pretty much on the basis of you cannot survive, you cannot progress, you cannot get ahead, we're not going to get past this. Um, guys, they're talking about this being a, a forever pandemic. 
means never ending. So there's a heavy push to be vaccinated. They're saying that there are no microchips, but they're also stating that this is never ending. You're going to have to get to the point where you show a passport, an identification card that shows that you are vaccinated to do a lot of anything. People are talking about um, taking flights, going places and feeling very uncomfortable on the fact that they didn't have to show their passport. They had to stand in front of uh, like this biometric screen that scanned their faces. Right. Now, that's something to think about. So there's a heavy push for this vaccine that, quote unquote, technically is not deemed a vaccine. But there is never any talk as far as taking care of your health, boosting your immune system naturally. You know, and I may be wrong, but guys, think about it. Right now, the only thing that matters and the only thing that exists is COVID. What happened to high blood pressure? What happened to diabetes? What happened to high cholesterol? What happened to gout? There is no talk of any other health issue. I mean, come on. Coronavirus, COVID just totally, totally eradicated the flu. And the flu has been the beast of viral issues for years. Pneumonia. There's no such thing as pneumonia no more, right? There's not ever any talk of, hey, put your health into your hands as well. Don't just, you know, be ready to go into a store and fight somebody that chooses not to wear a mask because you're putting your health into the hands of somebody else. How many people out here smoking? Wearing masks. You're already damaging your immune system. You're already damaging your body. And that's no, that's no, and, and, and please don't, don't nobody take this the wrong way. If you smoke and you're listening to this, okay, I hear you. But you also know the cigarettes are very toxic. They're not healthy. They're not doing your body any good. Right. More people have died from secondhand smoke. So there's no push to take care of your health. There's no push push to exercise, um, get, get some walking in, get some some sunshine in for your natural vitamin D absorption. Um, what is the, the thing now? Y'all, it's it's. If, if you can prove at Krispy Kreme that if you have gotten the vaccine, you show your card, you can get a free donut. What is it? What is it? Uh, I hope I'm saying it correctly. Every day for a year? A free donut. Come on. Are we not going to talk about what's in the donut? Are we not going to talk about the health complications from that? Of consuming that on a regular basis. 
Hmm? Are we not going to talk about the crap and the junk that's in fast food restaurants food? I mean, you got crap in foods in the grocery store, but but seriously, come on. There's not ever any talk of you should not be getting all of these, you know, unsaturated fats and all of these cholesterols and, um, you know, artery clogging foods. You should not. You don't do this. There's never any talk of that. But you best believe that the pizza places and the burger places, they were not affected. The major chain places were not affected this whole time. They still have been doing their thing. Right? So that, that's just something to, you know, just to think about, just to think about. Again, this is not to tell you not to get vaccinated. It's not to tell you, you know, you should, you shouldn't or anything like that. This is to tell you to research, look into the information. It's out there. You just got to look for it, right? You just got to look for it. Now, I want to play a little clip here. Okay. And this is of an interview uh, with Dr. Fauci that he did on, uh, uh, on CNN. And it's also a video that has a little bit of commentary from a social media influencer on Instagram. Okay. So you'll hear Fauci talking, but you'll also hear sort of like the commentary part, um, on top of what he's saying to kind of really get your attention as far as what is being said and for you to actually decipher and decode what is being said and not just kind of stay on the surface because a lot of people do stay on the surface and don't look a little bit deeper. So here we go. Let me get this going here and I'd love to know what you think about it. All right. All right. Just some questions that keep coming up. Okay. Um, why do I have to keep wearing the mask after I get the vaccine? I thought it was going to protect me from the vaccine. Uh, what's the answer? Well, the answer is unless you get the overwhelming majority of the country vaccinated and protected and get that umbrella of what we call herd immunity, there's still a lot of virus out there. There's still a lot of virus out there. So just because you're protected, so-called protected by the vaccine, you should need to remember that you could be prevented from getting clinical disease and still have the virus that is in your nasopharynx because you could get infected. We're not sure at this point that the vaccine protects you against getting infected. We're not sure at this point that the vaccine protects you against getting infected. That we know for sure it's very, very good, 94, 95% in protecting you against clinically recognizable disease. <laughs> clinically recognizable disease, but not COVID? And almost 100% in protecting you for severe disease. <laughs> and almost 100% from severe disease? Well, then what does he call COVID if that's not serious? But until you have virus that is so low in society... 
we as a nation need to continue to wear the mask, to keep the physical distance, to avoid crowds. We're not through with this just because we're starting a vaccine program. We're not through with this just because we're starting a vaccine program. Even though you as an individual might have gotten vaccinated, it is not over by any means. We still have a long way to go and we've got to get as many people as possible vaccinated of all groups. All right, all right, all right. So out of the words or out of the mouth of himself, Dr. Fauci, all right? Tell me what y'all think about that. I mean, there, there has been continuous interviews and things of that nature where they're stating that it does not protect you from COVID-19. It does not protect you from the virus. It does not um, uh, alter your chances of contracting it or anything like that. You still can catch it. And you still can, you know, expose someone else to it. You still have to wear a mask. You still have to social distance. Um, now they're saying that you can, uh, once you're vaccinated, you can gather with a few people in your home. You know, you can you can do a few people, but you still have to wear a mask. You still have to social distance. So it brings the question when you start to critical think, well, what's the purpose? If the main purpose is just to kind of minimize the symptoms. Why can't you minimize the symptoms with healthy eating, clean eating, diet, exercising? Right. Before all this came into play, people minimize the cold, even the flu, because everyone doesn't get the flu shot. People minimize the symptoms with over the counter medication. All right. So that is just something to, you know, just keep in mind, keep in mine <laughs> when it comes to this stuff. Now I want to go over a little bit of data here that's coming from VAERS, okay? Uh, VAERS was established in 1990, okay? VAERS is Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, okay? All right, so it's a national early warning system to detect possible safety problems in the U.S. in licensed vaccines, okay? So let me go here. Because I want to share, I want to make sure I share this information with you and I'm um, getting ready to run out of time here a little bit. So I want to make sure that I do get this info out. Now, this is coming directly from um, a New York, former New York Times reporter, Alex Berenson. Okay, so he reported that the coronavirus is three to six times more deadly than the flu based on a worldwide IFR and death estimates. Okay. He reported that the coronavirus vaccine is 500 times more deadly than the flu vaccine based on VAERS reports per fully vaccinated person. Okay. So let me go here to VAERS and some of the numbers that have been reported. And keep in mind, um, as little as 1% is 
reported of any type of adverse reactions to theirs. So there are way more cases out there. There are just um, numbers not being reported. Some people don't know that there is this agency. They don't know anything about it. Um, they're not reporting it to their doctor. They think it's something else. They think it's going to pass. It's so many different variants to as to why the numbers are not higher for reporting. Okay, so but according to theirs, um, there have been uh, 6,759 office visits. There have been 354 anaphylaxis cases, also 421 Bell's palsy cases. Okay? Total heart attacks, 434. Total miscarriages, 76. Total severe allergic reaction, 2,550. Total thrombobisotopenia, 134 cases. Okay? Now, these numbers are updated. Um, they're updated daily uh, or updated weekly, but it is, is definitely as the numbers are coming in and as are, they are being reported. Now, um, let me go here as far as with this right here coming from Bayer's COVID reports. This is from March, uh, that's reported up until March 19th, 2021. So this is up until March 19th, okay? Uh, 44,606 cases reported. There were, there has been up until March 19th, over 2,000 deaths, 2,050 deaths, 4,450 hospitalizations, 7,485 urgent care visits, 6,759 office visits. Okay? Hmm. So interesting. So, so interesting. Now, let me share with you an article uh, information here directly. This is the CDC sharing this information. This was reported on March 27th. Okay. This was reported on March 27th, 2021. The CDC added 300 plus more deaths that week. Okay. Again, 2050 dead following vaccines in the U.S. A. Okay. Again, I repeat, this is information that you are not seeing on mainstream media. Because if you were seeing it, so many people would not be flocking out to get the jab. Okay. So many people would not be flocking out to get the jab. Okay. Over 2,000 dead, 44,000, over 44,000 injuries. Gosh, it's, 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 it's just so, it's heartbreaking. It's, it's heartbreaking, guys. It really is. That people have lost their lives. For something that if diligently worked towards, holistically 
had they contracted it, could have probably gotten over it. Because again, the survival rate is over 95%. And again, don't forget that I have said repeatedly here that the CDC has admitted that they inflated the numbers of COVID cases, deaths. Right? So make sure you keep that in mind, guys. You know, there's a UMPN uh, database of suspected drug reaction reports. Uh, it's called Eudora Vigilance. They are now tracking reports of injuries and deaths following the experimental COVID-19 vaccines. And again, vaccine is used loosely because it is not uh, classified as that. And according to this European database, right, they're showing almost 4,000 dead, 162, 610 injuries. This was up until March 13th, 2021. Hmm? Y'all, this, this stuff is, it's serious, it's real, and it's not made up. This is straight facts here that are being put out here. Okay. You know, there's some information here um, that was reported in the New England Journal of Medicine. Okay. In the New England Journal of Medicine, it is stated here that the case fatality rate may be considerably less than 1%. This suggests that overall clinical consequences of COVID-19 may ultimately be akin to those of a severe seasonal influenza, which has a case fatality rate of approximately 0.1%. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Somebody tell me, please tell me that you're picking up what I'm putting down. Please tell me that somebody out there is picking up what I'm putting down, putting this information out here. Okay. Article that was posted March 11, 2021. Moderna scientists, also funded by Bill Gates, bragged about using the mRNA, the Myrna, to hack the kingdom of life. But they will tell you that it's not DNA altering. But it is code altering. Right? Hmm. Y'all... I'm telling you, this information is out there. This information is out there. And Carroll County reported March 18th, 2021, Winfield Elementary closed due to staff shortage caused by symptoms following their vaccine clinic. Hmm. Come on. Come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on.
In the UK, 35 people deaf and 25 blind after taking mRNA vaccine shots. This was reported in the UK. This was reported on March 5th, 2021. The yellow card scheme tracking potential vaccine injuries was flagged a combined 191 over 191 individual adverse events or side effects related to COVID vaccines. And I, I, I got to wrap up here, but guys, but I just tried to share a lot of information here with you for you to take and do what you will with it. But keep in mind, nobody is talking about the fact that the CDC, after rolling out um, the mass vaccine program there, if you will, more people need to get the vaccine. Somebody tell me, and please don't ignore this. Don't skate over it or, you know, think little of it. But why is the CDC, why did they roll out about zombie apocalypse, zombie preparedness? Are you, in so many words, telling us that there's going to be a zombie apocalypse after a certain amount of time with the majority of the people that have received the vaccination? Why should we be preparing for a zombie apocalypse? telling you guys we can't be desensitized to a lot of stuff we can't turn a blind eye and we cannot ignore a lot of things but that's my time y'all take this information go with it research dig into a lot of info i'm just saying right so thank you guys so much for tuning in with me today i greatly appreciate it i hope this was beneficial to someone out there um hopefully i ruffled some feathers in a good way a bad way however it is let's chit chat about it let's talk about it all right i would love to to do that so thank you so much you guys be blessed be safe have a phenomenal day enjoy the rest of your day so in the meantime and in between time stay blessed Today's show was brought to you by wellness and nutrition consultant, Tawana Coleman. Your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God. So glorify God in your body. To learn more about fueling your body with optimum and nutritional superfoods, freeing your body of toxins and chemicals, achieving mental clarity, energy, and nutrients for the whole family to take. Remember, your body does not come with a warranty, so we must take care of it. You can find me on Facebook at Tawana Coleman. That's T-W-A-N-A-C-O-L-E-M-A-N. And on Instagram at the Tawana Coleman.